Hello, and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Chad. And I'm Evan. And today we will be discussing The Rings of Power, Episode 6, Udun. Okay, so Chad and I did not say one word to each other between when this episode ended and when we started recording this. Chad, okay. <sighs> wow. Oh, ah, ooh, yeah, that's the right noise. Yeah, yeah. I loved that episode. That was great. I thought it was great. There, I mean, there was some like sigh eye rolly oh, parts, totally. but like that's where where my tone came from. I think we just have to make our peace with the fact that there are, there's just some eye rolly parts in this show. Yeah, and it's it's just it's a it's it's becoming kind of endearing. Wow, I'm so happy that we finally converged a couple storylines. Finally, such, such that was easily the best episode of this whole season so far. Right, oh, I mean, by I, a measure of forty or fifty percent. Yeah, um, yeah. wow, <laughs> better than any other episode from the starting to the end. It just kept stepping up. I thought this was going to be the end, and then something else would happen, and then okay, this has got to be the end, and then no, the end is literally Mount Doom or a druin blowing up. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, okay, it's, it's, so was that was, it, yeah. was the whole point of that plan with the water to create a steam volcano? Yeah wow and that like triggered the whole thing to erupt like i get the whole explosion but i mean it seemed like it 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 double exploded it went from like steam explosion to okay now we're actually that was all i needed to like really go off you know and and that was what that tunnel that they were all digging was for oh man there's so many things that just came together so nicely in this episode and huh it's just so it's like yes this is now we're now we're getting somewhere. Okay, yep. cool. That's what yeah. all that slow pace was. Like this feels like a total tone shift from the the preceding episodes. Yes, exactly. The thing, one of the things that I really liked, well, two two main things: the opening speech of the Adar guy talking about enduring with the orcs and stuff. It's really rare that we see like a um, a rousing speech from the other side. Right, and even the, his conversation that he had with Galadriel, where he's like, so "That was they, the other have, thing." Yeah, yeah, they have names and they have hearts, and they want a place to. I mean, it's like I'm almost like Team Adar here. I know they blurred the lines between this like t- what's historically super black, super white, super good, super bad dichotomy that they have in place. They kind of blurred those lines with like the yeah. "I killed Sauron, I freed my people, now I gave them names." You know, it was like, "Oh man, okay." So now you're kind of tugging at my heartstrings a little bit towards the other yeah. side yeah and you know at first he was kind of like a he was a little bit mustache twirly villain like i want to remake <laughs> the world in my image kind of thing and and totally. now it's it's like it's a little bit different now i kind of feel for his plan and where he's coming from a little bit more um, right that, i wonder what he thinks that he did with sauron because obviously sauron's not dead but he thinks that he is and i believed him did you i don't know i felt like maybe he was just telling galadriel that Sauron was I guess he would have no real he wouldn't have any real reason to do that so and he was so mad at that guy for telling calling him Sauron yeah he probably honestly thinks that he did kill or some sort of form of Sauron Mm -hmm. I mean Sauron is a Maya so probably (laughs) hard to kill really difficult yeah I think Uh, I'm more um confident in my opinion that the Eminem looking elf that we saw for very briefly inspecting the crater last oh, episode yeah. was Sauron. I don't think so. Like maybe though. I mean, I okay, so here's I have two theories on Sauron. So I still am a little bit clinging to the idea that Halbrand is Sauron, but this it's becoming I I'm starting to think maybe I'm There's wrong no about way. that. Okay. There's no way. It's definitely I can admit the M&M one. Pretty sure I'm wrong about Halbrand being Sauron, but I think maybe there's still a shot. 
but I think maybe we just haven't seen Sauron at all, and he's just somewhere because uh, Celebrimbor is uh, and and Gilgalad are a little they seem a little bit like corrupted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that maybe he's just in the wings. We haven't seen him yet, or if we have, it's just a little flash. Um, but he, he might be like in Aragion. Oh, okay. So one other thing that I really loved about this episode was that they they threw in a quote from the Return of the King. Did you catch it? Which one? It was when Theo asks his mom Bronwyn to tell him what she used to tell him when he was scared and he was having nightmares. The shadow is just a small and passing thing. There's light and high beauty forever beyond his reach. Like that yes. is my favorite quote from Lord of the Rings. And oh I got wow! So ex- it's it's the best quote from, in my opinion, it's the best quote from those books. It's in I think it's chapter two of uh, it's called the Land of Shadow. Well, it's not chapter two, but it's in like book six, it's chapter two, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know what number of chapter it is, but it's the land of shadow. And uh, Frodo and Sam are in Gorgoroth, like at the base of Mount Doom. And oh, Frodo's this was in like, the Return of the King. Yeah, yeah. Frodo's all passed out, and he's, you know, he's just like, <laughs> he's like, Frodo's <laughs> not doing good. Sam's not doing good. They're on like the end of their journey. They're starving and they're like dehydrated and they're dying. You know, it's right. not going okay for them at all. And then Ash Frodo, is floating yeah, around it's, in it's, there. It's yeah. as bad of a situation as it could possibly be. And so Fr- Frodo passes out, and then Sam is kind of sitting up um, and looking out at the Efeldueth, like the the kind of like range where they had come from, like through Kirith and Gol and everything. Mm-hmm. And there's this star that's like shining above the range over there. Sam has this kind of like really profound thought that as dark as things can get, there's light and high beauty forever beyond its reach. And he just falls asleep next to Frodo. They're at the very, very bottom and there's still hope and there's still positivity and there's still, you know what I mean? So it's right just, as dark as it can get, as bad as things might seem, have hope because good will so, win in the long run. It's so important in those books and it's really important it's in like this the episode. Theme. Yeah. And so them putting that in was, uh, I was so happy to see that quote in this episode and it was such a perfect episode for it to be in like ah fantastic so fantastic the whole battle was very believable i really loved aaron deer at the very beginning and every time i was like i roll like he's got that he's like hiding but he has a lit brazier right next to him i was like i roll (laughs) then he lights the arrow on fire i was like okay 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 he needed the fire to burn the rope that he's shooting all right all right un i roll uh man it must have taken quite a feat of engineering to make it so one rope can bring down the whole (laughs) thing you know i think that this this really is just this is just one of those shows yeah yeah where where we can't we can't dig we can't dig too deep into into like those kinds of things because there are some things i do want to dig a little bit deep into like man the numenorians just they got their they crossed an entire continent like pretty so pretty quickly <laughs> when they were I mean, writing and i was like who are these people oh that's it's, oh it's them to be totally fair though um we're seeing it as though they're events that are all supposed like lining up happening as we're simultaneously it, right? yeah and it's like it it doesn't that's not necessarily what it is and Halbrand right. was with them and Halbrand knows where like this this tower and this village and stuff is so it makes sense that they would get there but just from i don't know if it's like the editing or if it's whatever it is it's like it seems weird right it seems very weird 
that it would take a full day at least just to unload the ships and get everyone ready to go charging across the plains you <laughs> but, know but it might not have been that exact day and i've heard totally. other theories that um we are working on two see i had heard the theory that we had two wholly separate timelines going on oh. um and i thought what people meant by that was that we had like like decades in between oh, some of the events okay. that were happening but i think what the the main thrust of those theories was is that there is just a, a little bit of a time difference. Like two weeks, on. maybe. Yeah, totally. Um, and it's not something that the show could just outright say, right? Mm -hmm. We kind of have to jump to that ourselves, which I don't mind doing, you know? Um, so if you think of it through that lens, it's like, yeah, it's a little bit more believable. But the point is, is that the Numenorians are there. <laughs> and can we just talk real quick about Galadriel? Not once, but two times going to the side of her horse oh my like gosh that. Oh, yes. that was so, so cool just in case you missed it the first time here's it again <laughs> and i would watch it 10 more times absolutely the way that arandir said galadriel's name like that is galadriel i don't know if you caught this but arandir's fighting style while pretty refined and pretty good is not even close to as good as galadriel's is no he's like so, a ruffian compared yeah, to her so it's it just shows the difference it was a really good way of showing like how how much higher ranked Galadriel is than even Arandir, who is leader a leader of the capable... forces for a reason. Yeah. Do you think that Galadriel and Harbrand are gonna get together? I don't know. They kind of had a moment there. They did, but when she said like "I feel it too," I think what she meant was, "I can start kind of like letting go of some stuff and not really okay. like, oh, I'm getting feelies." Right. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm. It feels like it's. More of it's, it feels fairly platonic. Um, oh yeah, it feel, totally did until just this that lot one line. Totally, I feel like they would have hinted at it a little bit more, maybe okay. been a little more heavy-handed with it. But I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I don't know though; I'm not really seeing it. Okay, okay. I was hoping that uh, I don't know. I uh, it doesn't the story doesn't need that. Uh, I love that part where <laughs> Arandir is like whacking it the sword uh, the sword and then <laughs> bronwyn comes up and he's just like that yeah, our best we can't do it like it's right. beyond our skill to break <laughs> it's like dude he's just, you like, just smashing it with a hammer <laughs> also the next scene after they show like a smithy like making a sword it's like wait wait so you guys have the ability to like melt metal and your first thing is like hit it with a hammer how about throw it into the smithy fire just, how about like, that throws his hands up he's like nah there's no way we're gonna destroy this nope, definitely not uh what did you think about him not even checking two things one not even checking to see that the guy didn't pull the oldest trick in the book which is hand him something that's wrapped yeah, up thinking that, that it's that something else really weird because yeah. i know that so like the uh so adar like tells that old man that he's got like something for him to do uh -huh. it was a very it was a very short line but right it's very quick but that all made sense like it made sense how he got away with the sword uh I'm just going to call it the sword, the sword hilt, the yeah. key, whatever it is. Um, but it is weird that they wouldn't check. Yeah, I agree with you. Because that, that thing would feel a lot different than a little axe. Totally. Or hatchet like a, or whatever. That thing was all like barbed and... Yeah, that was, was weird. Like, yeah, it was a little sure. weird. And then also the kid just gets done admitting to him like, man, when I felt like I was kind of addicted to it. And then he like hands him a hunk of heroin and goes like, now, throw it away. Like, well... 
<laughs> maybe he'll be able to, but that seems like it might be kind of difficult. Like, I love the empowerment, but also... Eh. Yeah, maybe... Uh, I know... <laughs> that was funny when Arandir was like, many others might have done the same. Like, <laughs> like yeah. me personally, I would have died with dignity. But yeah, yeah. you go off, man. Like, <laughs> Yeah, there's lots of cowards in this world. Don't feel alone or anything. I love that part. <laughs> oh, that's funny. His fight with the big orc? Oh, so yeah. radical. Dude, they just like hand to hand combat. Oh, so yeah, awesome. Yeah, he was getting roughed up. Roughed really up bad. hard. Like, I mean, um, that's another thing about this episode. It was it was very, very gruesome. Like very when gruesome. those orcs are just kind of wontons just killing people inside of that inn. Yeah. That was like a girl yeah. on the ground just gets stabbed with that like yeah. barbed sword. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, this is definitely Man. a lot more graphic than the Peter Jackson movies, for sure. Oh yeah. Like, not maybe not graphic, but just intense There's yeah parts like of it like explicit in its violence yeah like he takes this the splinter thing uh, to call it a splinter is a huge understatement but the wood chunk out of his yeah. eye and it almost puts it in aaron deer's eye it's all like blood is all spurting all over him i was like oh it's going in your mouth ah, ah. <laughs> what okay so here's, here's here's my little nitpick and then we can go back to heaping okay. praise on this episode because <laughs> yeah. this this episode absolutely deserves praise. I'm so I feel so nice and relieved that like now we're on some solid ground here. Uh, we're storylines are combined. This, some pacing is the pacing's picking up. Things are making more sense. We just had a mountain explode. I'm, cool. I'm happy. I'm I'm happier right now with this show than I have been the whole time we've been watching. Same. Um, not to say there weren't cool parts, but this was like one big giant cool part, and it um, was necessary. With its with its little weird things that uh, I'm going to point out right now, which is, um, I think there were four or maybe even five instances in this episode where someone was about to kill someone else and then gets like either stabbed <laughs> yeah. in the back or like is saved like, and saved and yeah, saved. Like we could do this like once or twice, but it was becoming kind of like funny after a while. Like, are we right. really doing this again? Like, wow, how many times are we going to have this happen? Which, I mean, I guess. I don't know. It kind of just takes away the tension when you've already done it like three times in an episode. Right, right. And it's like not creative. Like you can figure out cooler ways to end that guy's life and put him in danger, you know? I just want to really talk real quick about Elendil's eyes. Whoever that actor is, that man has like the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. It's ridiculous. Yes. It's like they didn't even care who the actor was and they were just like, we need to find the man on this planet with the prettiest eyes. Where is this man? found because, him oh my god <laughs> like every time he's on the screen i'm just i'm lost i'm lost, lost in, those in those eyes i'm lost <laughs> and he, that, i mean obviously that guy is uh, a really good actor um oh yeah i think that the the performances by everybody here was really really good i think this was uh like uh morphid's like best performance as galadriel so yep. far in this show in my opinion i don't know if you noticed this but uh i thought it was interesting how often people in this show are talking about the Valar um, because they don't, it's, they're never mentioned in at least the, the Lord of the Rings movies and really not in the books very often at all, like a couple times. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's like this. And I don't know if it's because we're, we're so much farther back in time or I guess closer to um, like the Ainulandalie and like all of the, um, the kind of like creation mythos of Middle Earth and, and Aya and stuff. Um, and then by the time we get to Lord of the Rings, like a lot more time has passed. There's a lot more distance between those kind of more like cosmic and metaphysical events and things like that. Um, 
but I just noticed that like there's a lot more conversation about the Valar and what mm -hmm. they would want, and it's it's they feel a lot more present in this series. What do you think? I totally agree, and I think it's kind of their attempt to bring it back home. You know, like whenever you start adding any history and depth like that, it adds like a realness to the story. You know, it's like why, why one of the reasons why Malazan book of the fallen are so great is like, there's so much history and pottery and old ancient things. <laughs> and it's so just, many pots, <laughs> so many pots. Uh, and it just kind of makes the world feel lived in and real yeah. and larger than just the little chunk of it that you're currently experiencing in the book. So I say good on him for it at the end there. When Isildur is talking to his father and they're talking about the horse, you know, and his dad is like, the horse can feel your inner emotions. I was like, nope, nope. The horse can just feel the uh, water that's coming. That's why it's winning. <laughs> it's not because he's like not at peace internally. It's because there's a flash flood that is racing underneath you. <laughs> that was a really, I don't know. That was a really weird conversation. Cause, it was. Uh, I I don't really like a sealed door very much. <laughs> he's so dopey. Yeah. Like, he is he's so dopey. So... Will you teach me, Dad? Yeah, he's like Arthur in like the Sword in the Stone Disney <laughs> movie. He's just yeah. bumbling around. Uh, like when his dad is just like the horse can, you know, you, you you develop a connection. You can start really feeling each other's feelings, and then Isildur is like. Can you feel the horse's feelings, Dad? Right. And it's like, dude, he just told you. Like, this is your <laughs> horse. <laughs> no, you huge idiot. <laughs> he literally just said. Did like, I ride this... him into battle? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Isildur. That's, that's like, I mean, he's a kid, right? But yeah. um, it's just funny because it's like he's the one that cuts the ring from Sauron's hand. And it's just like, this kid? Right. He's going to be the one? Okay. But, I mean, that's, uh, you know, a lot of heroes start out bumbling you know look, yeah. look at luke skywalker in the first part of uh does New he Hope. ever He's... be not bumbling oh definitely yeah <laughs> um, I'm, I'm reading that stuff right now. He's awesome. Yeah, that's true. Luke, in the book, Luke he is far different. Cool. Yeah, I'm just imagining cool. like present day movie uh Luke like drinking out of like the nipples of that weird <laughs> creature thing. I was like, okay, that's gross. Looks pretty cool uh, in the new in the new movies. At least in yeah. I thought he was yeah well that's a that's a whole different conversation yeah i was a little like i really too and all the villagers were surprised that it was their own people that they were killing it was like yeah those yeah, guys went to the other side defected. of course yeah. you're gonna be fighting them do you, do you think they're gonna be made cooks like what i like forgot for a second that a bunch of people had defected and that i like i thought like <laughs> this is so stupid i'm almost like embarrassed admitting it but i was like <laughs> did those orcs turn into humans when they were oh. killed like i don't <laughs> holy shit <laughs> wait a minute what, what dark magic was this? at work here <laughs> yeah that was, that was silly i want to talk about the volcano erupting the last sequence yeah. oh my god that was that's where all that money went yeah yeah like that, it was yeah. so so cool so looking. radical and what is that going to how, what is that going to do obviously that's mount doom right yeah i mean i'm yeah. assuming that it's it's the only like active volcano i know about i don't, yeah. I don't know if this i mean it's not they're in the southlands uh there's that there's that picture that um galadriel found in like the archives in numenor with like the drawing of like um it's like a three-sided square of a mountain range basically right that's with, mordor Totally. So there's um there's like the one tower on one side and then the other tower that's kind of inside of it, which I think was supposed to represent Mount Doom. Um, so that's kind of how they knew where to go. And I'm pretty sure that the Southlands that they're talking about, like, is Mordor or what is going to become Mordor. I think um, you're right. 
so yeah i don't know i i feel like this show in this episode just took a hard pivot into way more interesting than i thought it was going to be i was starting to kind of lose hope i I wasn't i was going to keep watching it obviously um kind of regardless just because there's a lot to like about this show oh absolutely Um, but the the characters were kind of starting to lose me a little bit yeah um but they really bounced back a lot. I mean, even if like the chemistry between Arendir and Bronwyn was good, the mm-hmm. we got the, them to kiss finally. Yeah, and like the relationship between uh, Arendir and Theo is cool, and the relationship between Bronwyn and Theo is great. Mm-hmm. Halbred and Galadriel, Arendir and Galadriel, right. is even Isildur and his father, as eyerly as it was. Yeah, everything's kind of molding and shaping into something a lot better than what it was before, and. I think I just have really high expectations of Tolkien stuff. Of course, of course, the bar is so high, right? And not in a way where I'd want to be like gatekeepy and be upset that certain things weren't added or anything. But it's just I, the source material is such quality that I'm expecting that same amount of quality out of what they're turning the source material into. Right. It's like I don't really mind if things change, right? But I want the same engagement i want i want to be as invested in it as i was with the source material so i just wasn't super feeling that with the last five episodes but man i'm I'm in now i'm in yeah. so, i feel so good about it me too i'm so excited that this episode happened like i said it was absolutely necessary you know the uh, we've mentioned it probably too many times but i can only survive off of flaming eagles for so long and this episode like you said just totally brought it all home together made me like the characters and combined some storylines so it's not so all over the place and they didn't have any harfoots which i thought was a really good decision no elrond dwarf stuff great just great focused great it kind of reminded me of the uh, like the Battle of the Bastards episode of Game of Thrones, where they kind of like zoomed into Winterfell for yep. a whole episode. Um, this wasn't, you know, that Battle of the Bastards episode is like one of the greatest oh. TV episodes ever of, made, of all but, time. Yeah, but, uh, this is this was really good. This is going to be remembered, I think, um, as when the show turned and right. became the show that it is for people. I mean, obviously, they already made all of it, <laughs> but right. I mean, for the people watching it, um, it became. It's become the rings of power now. Like I said, there's a few nitpicks I have. Like, I mean, I feel like they probably could have left Numenor a little sooner. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were kind of crawling along there for a couple of like episodes four and five. I felt like we're just really creeping along. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were a lot of things that needed to happen, of course. But I feel like it just it could have just been. Yeah. I wish we had all the like Numenorian relationshipy stuff in a few episodes of them traveling across the lands maybe you yeah know, like they arrived on the mainland three episodes ago and then we get all that like relationshipy stuff which is great character building while they're traversing i was really happy to see that at the beginning of this episode they were already basically in sight of middle earth it was just so because I, I was a little worried like okay so now we're going to have like this whole episode where they're on the boat. <laughs> now right, there's going right. to be all these shenanigans on the boat. <sighs> and it was just like, can we just get there? We're going to start and finish right where we started again. But no, we went, no? we ran right in there. And if it felt a little rushed, that's fine. That's what I'll say. That's totally fine. Let's get going. Yep. You know, that's yep. totally fine. And this show, as we close out here, it doesn't need to be perfect. 
in my opinion. It just needs to be entertaining. It just needs to hold yes. up, and it it's starting to, and I'm I'm so happy about it. I agree completely. I will say that once again, the elves prove themselves prove themselves so easily hateable. When Galadriel's like, yeah, no, I've been able to see that for like hours now with your weak human little eyes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's like. These, oh, these I are, get it. These, they're like babies. They're like babies. I know. Yeah. It's just like when remember when they showed up to Numenor and Halbrand is like, "Wow, this place is incredible." She's like, "You should have seen it a thousand years ago." Like, okay, <laughs> we get it, dude. We get it, man. <laughs> well, I hope in the next episode we get some of the Harfoots and we get to see who this uh, mysterious old guy is. Um, maybe Nori and Poppy will go on their own adventure. Finally, that'd be really great. Oh, please, because um, then we could just have like these two nice exciting storylines going mm-hmm. um before we go uh what do you think is going to happen in the next episode because uh to our listeners chad and i don't watch any uh previews we don't watch it we don't look for any leaks or anything we go into this with as fresh of eyes and ears as we possibly can so uh, if you're listening right now and you have already seen the preview trailer for the next episode or whatever is out there chad and i haven't so yeah if you're like man they're so bad at their predictions like one yeah sorry <laughs> and do we just try really hard to not like look ahead it's, it's more fun that way you know and being wrong fun. in our predictions is like kind of fun to laugh about i mean like, i was you know? wrong about i mean i mean i just made a tiktok video like three days ago where i was i was kind of it was like a eulogy for the show <laughs> i was kind of <laughs> just like man this show is just not <laughs> doing it for me um, but i mean and there are still parts of the show that aren't doing it for me uh i think that the dialogue is just feels a little like inorganic sometimes yeah you know it's just it i don't know what it is it's really hard to like nail down exactly what it is about the dialogue that just in some conversations it just feels very <laughs> this is gonna sound so dumb but it feels so like writery <laughs> yeah yeah you know well, what it I feels, mean? like yeah. it's so on the nose sometimes and yeah it feels like um, it was written kind of by like a group of people trying to make it and like not an organic like one person just speaking you know yeah, but that's so, I mean, compared to a giant volcano blowing up and, you know, some of these relationships really starting to, to work. Flourish, yeah. Like, yeah, like, I'm I'm fine with it. Like, I'm really yeah. starting to, like, now I, I kind of care what happens to Theo and Bronwyn. I kind of yeah. care what happens, to, like, to Galadriel, and I care what happens to Adar. And the orcs, this sound, I mean, it's shaping up to be, a, like, I already, I already know what happens with the orcs. It's not going to end well, right. you know? it's kind of a tragedy like mm-hmm. they want their own land and i mean we already know that i mean spoiler for lord of the rings but <laughs> like this doesn't work out for sauron no no like, it or not. the orcs or for the that orcs, matter yeah, yeah. so um, yeah it's weird that they were taken captive i've never seen that before you know they always orcs always yeah. die they never get taken captive but this was another cool and I, I think it was really cool that they introduced a little bit of gray area when it comes to the good versus evil uh, mantra that they typically have. I'm really. What do you think is going to happen in this next oh, yeah, episode? We totally and skipped over your entire answer. <laughs> oh no, whatever. My answer wasn't interesting anyway. I mean, I think Gladriel's <laughs> going to live, obviously. You know, yeah, and then uh, I'm just curious what's going to, why they blew up the mountain. Like, what is that going to accomplish? You know, um, I'm not really sure. Maybe it's just like a like a place that's like not hospitable for men. Okay. Or humans, I should say, or elves or dwarves, um, but is hospitable to the orcs. You right. Know, I mean, there is that episode, and that there's a part in that episode, I think the previous one, um, where Adar is 
saying you know we're going to shroud the sun or whatever and they're they're creating the black land they're creating uh, a place that is hospitable toward to these this this race that can't be in oh, the sun and that so would think, put all the ash in the air of course that's right. one of the so reasons I think what they accomplish i okay. think that's what's going on here um like i said like my second age lore is just like i'm not super brushed up on that stuff what do you think is going to happen in the next episode um it would be a bummer if theo or bronwyn died um, so I feel like somebody has to go though in this, yeah. like a like a volcano just exploded. I mean, someone's. I, mean, I don't know the who, queen. Maybe I don't know. Um, I don't really know what's gonna happen with all that. I feel like Bronwyn should have died. I kind of think so. Thought so too. Like I mean, I know that they cauterized the wound and stuff, but she was bleeding a lot, <sighs> Hard. a lot, so much. Uh, I'm glad she didn't. I don't know. I don't really know what's gonna happen. I I, I think we're gonna spend a pretty decent amount of time with the harfoots i mean we, we should get a whole harfoot episode i agree I, mean, I agree we're at that point in the story where we need to go deep with certain storylines those three elves in all white that showed up at that crater like we need more than five seconds with them right we need to there's something going on eminem <laughs> i didn't think it looked like eminem. Dude, he looks just like eminem <laughs> <laughs> Go back and watch it. I went back and watched a little bit of it just to see if I thought that it was. And all I heard in my head was like, dun, 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 one shot, one opportunity. <laughs> I'm sure that's already been turned into a meme. Oh, I'm sure oh, it probably man. has. This is a rambly one. Okay, we should probably close it out here. We should. Um, I'm very much looking forward to the next episode. Yeah, this is the first time in this show where I've I've been like, okay, Friday can't come fast enough. Yep. No. Man, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that, that this this episode was so good. You know, I, and I went on uh, Reddit. I always go on Reddit and like kind of check out what everybody else's reactions are. And like, obviously, you know, people are pissed off for always. <laughs> and there's there was so many two valid arches reasons. in that bridge. There, there are. One. I do want to. There are valid reasons to oh, to yeah. to roll your eyes and to. But dude, I mean, you could like let's let's not be ridiculous here. I mean, you right? If Gladiator like needs to face down an oncoming wall of flame ash, that's fine. You know, whatever. Though I did think like cover would have been a better move, right? I think she's just gonna get like I don't know, pushed out of the way or something. <laughs> like, oh no, she's know. gonna stand the storm and it's gonna start off with her in like the middle of like a maelstrom of fire and she's gonna be like saving people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know how volcanoes work. <laughs> I don't know yeah, how I magical know, evil volcanoes work at least. Like a pretty hot firewall of ash coming at her, and I was like, Man, is this like duck maybe like get your head to the ground? Don't yeah, well, stand facing it. I know what the way that um my Amazon app works on my TV is that the the little box for the either the next episode or the deleted scenes or whatever like comes up on the TV before the credits come up. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was so like for me it was like you see this wall of ash and fire coming at galadriel and then this little box popped up <laughs> and so that was when i knew this is the very last second of the episode and my heart just like broke a it's little like, bit like, oh no but you've, you've got me now yeah you've definitely definitely got me now i'm curious to see how this this season rounds out because we have two episodes left wow so this is going to be interesting because i'm oh, i'm wondering how the very last i think we're gonna see sauron in like the last five seconds yep. of the last episode of this show of this season but i'm curious about the second season now like where, where are we going now this yeah do, be... you, do you think that we're going to get and then we'll end here do you think that we're going to get one more big battle 
before the end of the show. No, I don't think so. I think yeah, it's just going to be, yeah, I think it's just, it's going to be like uh, some cleanup. We got to go back to Regeon. Like, we got to, like, I feel like yeah. we, I feel like some rings need to be made. Yeah, <laughs> I think from here on out, it's going <laughs> to be basically least... like a, a ring making and a running by the people of Numenor to get out of the now orc infested yeah. lands because they're all coming out of their holes because the sky is darkened, you know? Oh my God, we didn't even mention that, yeah, there's no Elrond or Doran or Disa in this episode either. Yeah. Or Celebrimbor or Gilgaladder. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, hopefully the next episode is a lot. I have a feeling the next episode is going to be like action wise, a little bit slow, but mm-hmm. we're going to see some more storylines really start to evolve and um, probably not combine, I guess, because. I don't think they can combine any more than they already are. Yeah, not yet. You know? Well, yeah, not yet. But I think, I mean, Elrond needs to get... Elrond and Celebrimbor are in Linden right now, or at least mm-hmm. at the end of the last episode. So they need to get back to Eregion, um, right. I think, and start... Or at least Celebrimbor does. Because, I mean, this show is called Rings of Power. Well, like, I think isn't... um the, Aren't the rings made in Linden? That's why they're making the tower, right? With the dwarves? No, they're doing it in Eregion. Oh, okay, okay. Got it. Okay, so they're going to make the tower. Yeah, so I think they're going to they're gonna start making the making the tower. At the very end, we're going to see some Sauron. And I think, and I really hope, that we get flashes to the Numenorean, Elrond, Arendir, Branwyn, and company running for their lives across now orc-infested lands. Yeah, I think... Uh... Whatever, whatever the next one holds, we're going to be here together, Chad. I'm All into it. you're listening are going to be here together. Yeah, thank you as always for uh, listening to it, bearing this journey with me, and uh, being here to discuss this. this. is so much fun. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We look forward to talking to you about the Rings of Power next week. We only have two episodes left. Oh, um, Yep. Everybody have an awesome rest of your day, and of course, happy reading. Bye, everybody.